This is New England Public Media. As departing lawmakers make their final speeches on Beacon Hill this week, transition and planning continues for the governor-elect. I'm Carrie Healy, and this is Beacon Hill in 5, our look at the week ahead in politics and government in Massachusetts. As we do most Mondays, we've got Matt Murphy from the Statehouse News Service on the line. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, Carrie. This week, members of the Massachusetts House who are departing will make their farewell speeches as the season of transition is upon us. With lots of extra space at the State House, Governor-elect Mara Healy and Lieutenant Governor-elect Kim Driscoll have moved into an office. Is that a usual move? And in what way will Healy and Driscoll likely be able to use that proximity to lawmakers to their advantage in these last weeks leading up to the inauguration? Well, with the exception of today, as uh, some lawmakers will be gathering in the building to hear farewell speeches from their colleagues in both the House and Senate, as more than two dozen are planning to move on to new offices or new jobs. Proximity to lawmakers is in short supply over these coming weeks. Not a lot of people in the building at this time of year, but it is traditional for the current administration to make space in the building for the new administration so uh, that they can bring in a team and as they bring on more personnel. Those people can get acclimated to the state house, have easy access to the current governor's staff should they have questions as they begin to set up, transfer email addresses, and get ready to roll on day one. So this is part of the transition, and it's uh, you know long been a hallmark of what has been uh, even between Republican and Democratic parties. Uh, you know, cordial uh, handoffs of power. As Governor Baker's administration empties out his offices uh, for Mara Healy, are there any items that will stick around? Are there specific traditions that they will probably uphold uh, as Baker leaves office? Sure. Well, you know, one thing an incoming governor often gets to do is they get to pick which portraits hang in the governor's office and in the suite, of course, uh, during the Patrick administration, at the end of it, uh, the uh, executive suite underwent a major renovation. Governor Baker opted not to use the ceremonial office as his own. He had a small office in the back of the suite that he used to work from while Governor Patrick worked from the main ceremonial office. The portraits, this is one way governors can put a personal mark on the office. Governor Baker, of course, hangs Governor Volpe's portrait in the ceremonial governor's office. Of course, Governor Volpe went on to become transportation secretary, and Baker's father worked under him in the Nixon administration. Lieutenant Governor Polito hung Governor Salucci's portrait in her office. So uh, we'll see what Healy and Lieutenant Governor Driscoll choose to do there. And of course, Deval Patrick, who left office in 2015, was criticized for spending $27,000 on those new curtains and furniture uh, since then, long time since 2015, inflation, Matt, any expectations from Healy? Yeah, no. In addition to some of those trappings that Governor Patrick brought in to start his administration at the end of his eight years, the executive suite went through a full historic renovation that was needed. Uh, so that office has been redone and is, is ready uh, for the new governor. So as others in leadership positions are facing transitions with the new administration, those nine cabinet secretaries, for instance, uh, Jim Pizer, who directs the Executive Office of Education, they get appointed by the governor. So what do we expect to see through this transition process from the current cabinet secretaries? Do they stick around after Baker leaves or do they each resign? Well, uh, typically, I mean, what is standard here is that most of these cabinet secretaries will move along with the new administration. Now, Healy, of course, as has been noted, is, 
has been slow to put together her team. We have not yet heard a single name for her new cabinet, which is much behind the pace uh, set by Governor Baker when he first came in. At this point in time, the governor had named a number of people. And typically, as the incoming administration names these new cabinet secretaries, the transition between the new person and the old office will begin, and that person will give way once Governor Healy is sworn in. Now, it's not unusual to see some uh, officials in charge of departments and agencies a little further down the pecking order stick around for a month or so while new teams get in place and they begin to hire some of those secondary and tertiary positions. But we just don't know here, given uh, how Healy has not yet named anyone to her incoming administration. So there could be some overlap there. There's certainly a potential that people could stick around. Matt Murphy is a reporter with the Statehouse News Service in Boston. Matt, thanks as always. Thank you. This is Beacon Hill in 5, our weekly check-in at the Statehouse. You can subscribe to this podcast and others from New England Public Media at our website. That's nepm.org slash podcast hub. This is New England Public Media. Thank you.